Welcome to the Web3 Artist Spotlight, the podcast that shines a spotlight on talented artists who are leveraging Web3 technology to sell their art and connect with collectors in new and innovative ways. Through in-depth interviews, we learn more about the artists behind the art and uncover their unique creative processes, inspirations, passions, and the stories behind their captivating artworks. From seasoned professionals to emerging talents, we bring you a diverse range of voices from the Web3 community, and we delve deeper into how blockchain technology, NFTs, and decentralized platforms are revolutionizing the art industry. We're super excited to interview Jason. His latest NFT art collection, 300 Days of Cubism, which is on Known Origin, is a success. And he's currently one of their top trending artists. He's also releasing a new book in March that I encourage you all to definitely get. Jason's art can be found in private collections all over the world. And he was featured on the homepage of OpenSea. His art is best characterized as cubism meets abstraction. He's also an advocate for mental health and wellness through art. So with that, welcome Jason Chambers. Thank you so much for having me here today. And that was a, that was a wonderful introduction. Um, like I said, I've been, I've been an artist uh, full-time for about a year and a half. Um, and like I said, uh, in the very beginning, it was all facilitated through, uh, through NFTs and through this community. So I'm super happy to be here and uh, super happy to ask any questions. I am I'm an open book. So uh, anyhow, awesome. Go from there. Cool. So uh, the way I usually like to start it off, Jason, is maybe why don't you take like five minutes and tell us a little bit more like about yourself, your story and how you even came into Web3. Oh, well, that might take more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the, the abridged version. <laughs> I will do my very best then. Um, so I'm a. Uh, I'm 43 years old. I'm uh, I'm married. Uh, I've got two kids. I've got three dogs and apparently a foster puppy right now. Um, I live in South Carolina. If you couldn't tell by my accent, uh, I'm a Southerner. Um, for close to 20 years, I worked as a shift worker. Uh, I worked in manufacturing. I worked as a chemical operator. Um, and then I also worked uh, prior to becoming a full-time artist. I worked for a Starbucks roasting plant. Um, so I worked 12 hour rotating shifts, worked nights, weekends, holidays. And while doing all that on the side, I was building my art business. Um, I started out as a traditional artist. Um, I like to work pen on, you know, pen and ink on paper. And I also, uh, paint a very large scale paintings. I'm working right now on a 48 by 48 inch painting. So just to give you some perspective, um, but Around March of 21, um, I'm sure everyone in this room uh, knows about Gabe Weiss. Uh, Gabe Weiss and I are friends, and he uh, he had proposed for me to um, to get involved with NFTs. And honestly, I was completely hesitant about uh, about getting into NFTs. And I think most of my hesitancy was because of uh, my lack of knowledge. I didn't really understand it. I think I was kind of a traditional snob, like I put paint on canvas. I'm not going to deal with this this digital aspect of things. You know, I'm not going to deal with the digital stuff. And it's because I didn't understand it. Um, well, Gabe started having some really good success with it. And I thought, well, what the heck? Let me just, let me try. Let me see what happens. So I kind of dipped my toes into the water. I uh, listed a few NFTs on OpenSea. And as I expected, nothing happened. And I said, well, that's a <laughs> that was a waste of time. Uh, but then I started doing research and I started learning about NFTs and the community and the whole dynamic on how everything works. And so I got involved heavily on Twitter and started building the community. And it was very fortunate from the time I listed my first NFT in March to, I want to say, April or May. I want to say it was May. I had sold my no, I sold my first NFT in April. And then in May, I had a collector come in and they like swept the floor and they bought my entire collection out um, and this was about maybe 15 nfts or so um, and they were they were reasonably priced because i was um new starting out um and that that collector gave me this momentum that i needed to to really put myself out there having a sold out collection so it was really crazy because this was right prior to the bull run um in the summer of 21 so when I had that sold out collection, when I would drop an NFT and I was dropping one of ones and I would drop and within like 30 seconds, they would sell. And I 
could not figure out when the world was going on. And so this continued to happen throughout the summer. You know, this happened, you know, June, July. And then in August, I was featured on OpenSea's homepage. And I'm sure all of you guys are familiar that if you get featured on OpenSea's homepage, that's like Willy Wonka finding the, you know, the, the golden ticket in Willy Wonka, you know. <laughs> and so I had lots of sales, lots of secondaries. It was crazy. And when all that happened, I realized, well, holy crap, I think I can actually make a living doing this. This is crazy. And so in September of that year, um, I put my notice in with my job and the rest is history. Now I'm doing this um, doing this wonderful podcast with y'all. So it's uh, it's been a whirlwind. Um, it's been crazy also, you know, once you transition from being a full-time artist to, you know, before that, having that steady paycheck coming in every two weeks. And then, of course, riding this crazy crypto market, you know, these ups and downs and dealing with the dips and the crashes. It's It's been crazy, but um, probably, no, not probably, this was the best decision that I ever made. So, and I didn't take it lightly when I, when I decided to do this full time, but, you know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been my lifelong dream. Yeah, that's amazing. That's such a great story. And I know there's actually some artists I know I see in the audience, like Alyssa, that I know is very well, uh, I'm very familiar with that that notion of um, when you you know get featured on OpenSea and all of a sudden you know the the collectors come in. But man, that's such a that's such a crazy thing that you know that all of a sudden you you had that sold out collection and you're like releasing one of ones and, and they're just selling and that's man that's that's so cool. And I was curious about that that transition point because you said you didn't take it very lightly and you know you are married you have kids. I'm wondering that must have been a pretty difficult also like conversation with your spouse to be like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing this full time and and abandon my uh you know my 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 day job. I it was because we we've always played it safe. Uh, I'm very fortunate that like my kids are my like my son, my son's grown. I have a twenty-two year old son. Um, you know, he lives on his own, takes care of himself. Um only, you know, weekly asks us for money, you know, how, how grown kids do. Um and I've got a sixteen uh, year old daughter. So my kids aren't, they're not very little. So I was taking a risk, but I don't feel the risk was the same as if they were still like very, very little and, and that kind of stuff. And, and like I said, we played it safe. My wife, when I proposed it to her, I was making decent money on the side as a traditional artist. Um, but when I proposed it to her, she was like, look, Jason, you know, you know, we need this paycheck coming in. We, gotta have, we have to have health insurance, you know, for the kids and all this stuff. And uh, when things started to pick up, because my wife does all my bookkeeping for me. And when things started to pick up and she's coming to me each, each month and she's like, Jason, do you know how much you made? And I'm like, I have no idea. I'm just working. I'm just dropping NFTs, putting them out there. And I had no idea what kind of money I was making to be completely honest with you. But each month she was coming in there and she was giving me numbers and each month they were getting bigger and bigger. And each month I'm getting more and more anxious about leaving my job. Cause I'm like, I'm making money doing this and I don't have to go and work shift work anymore. I'm doing something I love, but each month, money was rolling in. And then finally she came to me and she said, I think it's time for you to leave your job. And that was, I, I needed that, you know, mm -hmm. I need that from her to tell me, Hey, go ahead. You can, you know, you can, you can do this. So I put my notice in from there, but yeah, it was, it was a difficult decision because we wanted to make sure that our financial house was in order. And I'll, and I'll recommend this to anybody that's looking to transition from a stable career to being a full-time artist, make sure you've got your financial house in order because this is a it is a very, very difficult job, especially when you know that money's not going to come in every two weeks. And, mm -hmm. you know, and if anybody deals with health insurance, that kind of stuff, like private health insurance, that's insane. It's, it's ridiculously high. So anyways, that's my, <laughs> that's my little story. Yeah, no, that's so cool. And, it, and it's great that your wife actually then, you know, encouraged you to do it. Right. And, and, and it's such a cool story that, you know, you were able to, to make that transition and to do it now as a, as a full-time, to become a full-time NFT artist. So, and, and, and do what you love. That's awesome. And so I know you've had, you know, a lot of success with the, your latest collection, right? Which was uh, the 300 days of, of cubism. And I, I wanted to just learn a little bit more about like what inspired you to create that 300 days of cubism collection. And at the same time, also to challenge yourself to like release a new NFT every day. You know I mean? That's like a, a big commitment. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My 300 days of cubism collection has all but consumed my life. Uh, I do, do this every single day, um, and it's it's the biggest project that I've I've worked on to date. Um, it was all um, it all came about where so every day I do ink drawings, and I'll do five or ten ink drawings as I warm up before I go paint. And not all of these not all of these drawings are like 
masterpieces, right? Because they were just meant to, you know, loosen up. Well, I ended up with this giant stack of drawings. And I was thinking to myself, now, what what could I do with these? And so that's when I came up with the idea. I'm like, what what if I took these ink drawings and I I turn this into a collection and I drop one one of one every single day for about a year for, for 300 days. And then I decided also, I was like, what would be really cool with this collection would be because I am a traditional artist. What if I took these NFTs, these, this digital art, and I paired it with a physical piece? I paired it with a, a hand-signed, like an 8 by 10 hand-signed print, or I pair it with the original ink drawing. Or in some rare cases, um, like only 30 collectors would get it, they'll get the ink drawing, uh, the original ink sketch, and they'll get the, the hand-signed print. So I wanted to pair, I wanted to pair there or unite that the digital and uh, the physical aspect of it. And I, and I wanted to make this this whole collection fun. Um, I wanted to, like out of the 300 pieces, um, 30 of them, so 10% of them will be animated pieces. Those are the rarest of the collection. And then what's really cool is I've also got collaborations with some really awesome artists and artists in the space. So there's 20 collaboration pieces in this collection. Um, I've, so far, I've collaborated and uh, collaborated with Sabet, I've collaborated with uh, Gabe Weiss, um, I've collaborated with Jesse Doyle. I've got a collaboration coming up very soon with uh, Soul Curry Art, Ishida. Um, so super excited for you guys to find out all these different collaborations. And it's um, doing this collection, uh, like I said, it's consumed my life, but it's been so cool and so rewarding. And it's really, it forced, it's, it forced me to be like really, really consistent. Every day I show up, every day I drop and I just keep moving forward with this collection. And at, today is day 51. So I've got 249 more days to go. And I'm super excited about super excited about the future of it. Uh, I'm working tirelessly to make sure to make sure that this collection is going to be successful. And what's cool is, is I've got, you know, I, I've got known words at attention. They've seen things that are going on and the, the way these things are selling and that kind of stuff. So um, I've been talking with them, which is I did not expect that, but been very, very cool. Wow, that's awesome that you got got their attention, and I know you became a, one of their top um, trending artists as a result of uh, of the collection as well. And man, it's cool to hear that you have all those big collaborations with Gabe Weiss, Sabet, Jesse. I mean, a lot, a lot of really really cool artists in the space. So I'm I'm excited to see you know all the art that you're going to put put out for uh, for the collection. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. In fact, she just sent me a uh, Soul Curry art. She sent me a. Um a sneak peek of the collaboration that she's working on. It'll be dropping here probably close to around day 60 or so. I spread those out about every, I don't know, 20 or 30 days. I do a collaboration piece, but she gave me a little sneak peek, to, a sneak peek today and it looks really cool. That's awesome. Um, and Jason, so are there any pieces in particular that you are um, you know, really fond of or that maybe have a little bit of a, of a greater significance to you, whether it's either from this collection or, 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 or other art that you've uh, released before. I was kind of curious. Ooh, that's a deep, that's a deep question. Um, I like it. Uh, I can't, I there's a few pieces that speak to me. Like I released one just recently. Um, they're, they're musical pieces. They've got um, like musical notes, like, like music, like a music page on the background. And I really like those. I always listen to music um, when I'm creating. So those those in particular are pretty special to me. Um, I've got some that I do. So my work is all created intuitively. I don't do any kind of planning beforehand. Um, I do this random uh, single continuous line. And then from in those lines and those shapes is how I is how I build up a drawing. And what's cool is, is I'll have birds that will just like to me, they just magically appear. It's just something that I see within the lines or flowers or butterflies or that kind of stuff. So those those to me are like my most special pieces because they're so different because these weird things show up in them, I guess. Wow, that's so cool. So you just kind of start, you said, with a line and then you allow your, your mind to just kind of take it wherever, you're, whatever you're feeling that moment. Yeah, it's. I want to say it's called like um, automatic drawing, right? So you're letting your subconscious mm -hmm. take over. And then I do what's called... Um, it's called pareidolia, and pareidolia is like I don't know if you're familiar with the term, but if you're if you're looking up at the sky and you look at you see the clouds and you see a shark and then somebody else sees a face, you're seeing things that you can relate to in in like an object. And I do that, but I do that on like a two dimensional scale. I do that on paper, so with the lines and the shapes, I I see lots of eyes, I see noses, I see faces, I see arms. And, it, and I think the reason I see those things is because before I became an abstract artist, um, 
I did portrait work and I did figurative art. And so I've always been very, very fascinated by like the human face and, you know, the human body and that kind of stuff. So I, I tend to see those other people. If they look at the lines, they might see a dog, you know, or they might see a tree. I see faces. And that's where that this cubist aspect um, comes about in my art. Wow, it's so cool. And it's funny, I, I didn't know that word, but I actually do that a lot as well. I mean, obviously, like with our, our family, we love to do that with like clouds and things like that. But I, in my house, I have a lot of these different kind of like tiles. And, you know, when I'm like shower or the bathroom or somewhere else, I'm constantly like seeing things too. Like, I'm just like, th just things emerge, like some kind of like image or figure or face or something like that. So it's interesting to know that it's it's actually called uh, pareidolia. So I, I learned something new today. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, it's weird. You know, talking about that, it's funny. Uh, I'll look at my ceiling. I have a textured ceiling and I'm laying mm -hmm. in bed at night and I'm seeing like little faces and little little weird objects within my ceiling, you know? So it's it's weird. That's so cool. Jenny, I'll turn it over to you to, to, uh, to ask some questions. Thank you. Um, I did have a question that I've been thinking about. So cubist art, uh, challenges us really to like view things from a different perspective. Um, and I'm curious if by creating cubist art, maybe you've reconsidered an opinion or a belief or thought that you previously held. And if so, what would that be? Or what has that been? Oh, that's a deep question, Jenny. Um, <laughs> um, I, I will say with it being, so my art is, it's called cubism, but really at the end of the day, it's it's not really Cubism, cubism, you know, went out of style in the early what, 20th century with like Picasso and such. That's why mine is more like an abstract, more like an abstract form of cubism. Um, but can you can you ask your question in like a different way? Because I'm not sure that I'm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like, for example, like when you look at um, one of your pieces of art, like the nose is somewhere that perhaps it shouldn't be. And then there's an arm or um, shapes that aren't, you know, in a traditional spot. And I'm curious if by creating that way and looking at that art, if it allows you to then apply it sort of like in the real world and maybe see things from different perspectives. And if that's happened, has there been like an opinion or a thought that you held before that then you went back and sort of re-looked at and maybe changed your mind about? Well, I think with, with my art being created you know, created intuitively. Um, and with, you know, like my, all, all my art is very similar, but it's very different. That makes sense. You can definitely see there's a certain style element to it. Um, but I do look at, so I study people's faces uh, as an example, and I'm looking at the structure of people's faces and their noses and that kind of stuff and their eyes and like, you know, the supercellular crest and that kind of stuff, you know, which is like your eyebrow, your, your eyebrow area. Um, so I look at that, that kind of stuff. Uh, but as far as like applying it, like applying it to my art, I guess I, I guess I really don't. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just not that, maybe I'm just not that deep with it, I guess. No, I, I get that. Thank you so much for, um, for answering that question. It was just something that kind of popped into my head and I was curious. Um, I did have another question to ask you, um, since you've had, you know, such success, um, what recommendations would you have for newer artists that are entering Web3? Become actively in, involved in the community. That is the very first thing that I would tell anybody. Community first. Community comes first before anything else. If you don't build a strong community, you're you're not going to have a strong career. Um, and I would say come into the come into Web three um, with reasonable expectations. Um, if you come in here um, into Web three and NFTs and expect to make a pile of money, um, that's not what this is about. Um, this, like said, this is about community, and, and there there is the opportunity to make to make a good living doing this. But if you're in here for a quick cash grab, um, you're probably in the wrong place. Um, that's probably the biggest advice I would say would be like build build first, learn as much as you can, and get actively involved in the community as you can. That's great advice. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, definitely great advice. Um, so, Jason, I, w I had a, a question on kind of on a different theme, kind of moving a little bit away from art, but on to one of your other areas of passion, right? So, I, I've seen from your posts and interactions that you're also extremely passionate about mental health awareness, mindfulness, and positivity. And you have a lot of your, you know, your GM posts are also about you know a lot of like quotes and things to 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 really foster a positive mindset. I was curious, um, you know, what ignited that passion for you, that passion for mental health awareness and mindfulness? Well, the mental health awareness came um, really because of my own issues. 
um, back in 2015, um, I had, had, well, I had a really bad panic attack. Um, I, honestly, I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a stroke or something. Um, and then I was diagnosed with like, with anxiety. And, um, I guess I hadn't realized on how like stressful my life had become. I got up every day, went to work. I worked like 800 hours of overtime every single, you know, every year. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. It's just what, just what we do. And it took a toll on me. And one night it just appeared and I thought, oh my God, I'm dying. This is, this is it. You know, um, my kids are going to bury their dad, you know? And that incident is actually what caused me to get back into art because I, I, I've been an artist since I was a kid. Um, but I would do like the random portrait here for people's birthdays or anniversaries, but I really wasn't big into it. I worked, like I said, I worked in a chemical plant. I worked a, a blue collar job. Um, but after that panic attack, um, nothing was really working for me. I, I was not going to get medicated. I didn't want to be medicated. Um, I started exercising a lot and that definitely helped keep things at bay a little bit, but the panic attacks would still come about. And that's when I started, started drawing. And that's kind of when I like stumbled onto this, to this style. Um, and that's when I started getting into like mindfulness, um, started, I got into journaling, uh, and I tried and I started getting into like, um, positive thinking. Because it, it all it all starts with how we you know how we think you know if you have if you're a negative person or negative thoughts that's the kind of life that you're going to lead if you if you if you're a positive thinker you know doors are get opened for you that would normally be closed so um, but yeah so that's that's why I that's why I even got got back into art um, but like I said I kept continued to work a normal job and then my so we got I got laid off from my job. Um, in 2016, they shut our they shut our plant down. I was out of work for a few months. Got back into artwork, pretty good, and it was keeping everything, keeping my anxiety at bay. Because you know, art art is a great form of therapy, and it's a great way to like center your focus on something else. You know, I mean, I was still thinking about life and what's going on with my life, and I was processing my feelings and my thoughts, but I wasn't. You know, they weren't overwhelming me. Well, then I got another job. I went to work at Starbucks, and Starbucks is a great company to work for, but I didn't like the work. I didn't find it fulfilling. And I began to get really, really stressed out and my anxiety creeped back in really bad. I had let my artwork kind of slip, slip back because I got busy with work and anxiety came back, came back in panic attacks. And I started carrying around this little three by five inch sketchbook with me, a little pocket sketchbook with me at work. And one day I did this little random doodle and made up, made it like a little figure out of it. And one of my coworkers thought it was cool. And I started doing more and more of them. And it was kind of like my, um, not to put myself on the same level, but it was kind of like my Jackson Pollock moment when he dripped paint accidentally on the canvas. I had accidentally stumbled into this like unique style. And that's kind of, that's one of the things that helped push me into the more like mental health awareness because I was doing these drawings and they were helping me. So then I released a, like a mental health, like coloring book of like my sketches. So yeah, that's so, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that can relate right to the, you know, mental health and dealing with anxiety. I'm sure a lot of people even that are, you know, have been, li- you know, trying to live off of this space, you know, you've been recently going through like the, the bear market and, and things just getting, you know, more difficult. So I, I think this is such an important topic. And, and I love that you're very big on, you know, that, that side, right. And, and kind of spreading the positivity. And actually, Jenny, um, she posted a really cool um, quote, this morning. Actually, oh, Jenny, I, I don't know if you wanted to uh, I see your hands up. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to mention to everybody in the space that above, like in the nest, you will see a poem by Mr. Chambers, but mm-hmm. also a link to the Amazon um, Calming the Noise, the first coloring book, and then also the upcoming book as well. well thank you so much. Thank for, you. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to say thank you so much for posting those at the top. Yeah, thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. But but yeah, no, and I was I was just gonna say that I really um I think Jenny posted a quote today in her like GM message that um really speaks a lot to what you were saying, right? That when you focus on the good, the good increases. And I think it's it's so true, you know, like it's it's so important the 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 mindset you have, right? And really trying to be more grateful and, and kind of seeing the um the, the the positive perspective of things can have like such a tremendous benefit for for your mental health and and I think it's so cool that you made this connection between the, or I guess that you personally like, you know, saw art be such a good way for you to also kind of deal with the the anxiety and that then you actually went out and, and said, you know what, let me make something that, you know, that could help people use art to, to also help with their, their mental health. And so I was kind of curious if you could maybe 
Um, tell us a little bit more about that upcoming book, the, the 300 Days of uh, a Mindful Cubism, and, um, and how within that book you kind of blended that mindfulness journal and coloring book into one. Uh, intrigued to, to know a little bit more about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like I said, my first co- uh, coloring book, Call Me the Noise, these are, these are passion projects for me, uh, you know, first and foremost. I, I love doing this. I love putting books. I'm a book nerd anyhow, so I love to have books on shelves. Uh, I collect art books. I, I collect coloring books. I'll go to Michael's or something and see uh, a coloring book by like, uh, what's her name, uh, Joanna Basford. And I'm like, I got to have it, you know. But I love to um, I love to put this kind of stuff out in the world to help people. Um, so like I said, my first, my first coloring book, Calm in the Noise, and then the ones I'm working on right now. So when I did these sketches for 300 days of cubism, I, 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 I draw everything in ink on paper, and then I take them and put them on my iPad, and I clean up all of the drawings digitally. So I've got, I'm going to have 300, 300 line drawings, you know, um, before they're painted. And I was, I was thinking to myself, what can I do with these to, you know, put these out to the world to help people? Cause they're, they're, they look like color, coloring images. Right. But I wanted to go a step further um, because I journal every day. Um, I do a mindful journal every, every single morning. Don't miss a day. Um, and it has helped. It helps me just like with my artwork. Um, I write poetry. I write in my journal and I draw. Those are things, those creative outlets are what keep me, they keep me sane. So with this uh, upcoming book that releases March 1st, uh, 30 Days of Mindful Cubism, this book has, it's broken into 30 days. Uh, I'll get to that first. It's broken into 30-day uh, segments because it takes uh, only 30 consecutive days of doing something um, for you to form a habit. And some people have tried to journal or they try to get in, you know, write in a diary and they do it for a day or two and then life happens and they get out of the habit. So the way that I designed this was you sit down, you do it every day for 30 days and form that habit of writing and just see how it transforms your life. Um, so each page or each day will have a morning uh, check in, check in how you're feeling that day. Um, it will have a writing prompt, a mindfulness writing prompt for you to talk about something in your life or something that you're feeling. It's got an evening check-in and it's also got a free writing journal section, uh, like a two page section um, for the evening. And then each day has a, a very small like uh, coloring page. This book is a six by nine inch coloring book, by the way. So it's got a small coloring page. That way the page can be finished within like an hour. It's not some giant, giant, you know, coloring page. And then I've also included in the, back of the book, a bonus drawing section where um, I've got my basic framework. So I told you that I I create each piece of artwork as a continuous random line. So I've got several continuous random lines that I've already um, designed for the people to go ahead and and draw in and draw their own uh, weird designs. It's just another creative outlet. Um, This book, this is book one. It's designed to be a 10 book series. So it'll be 300 coloring pages out of all 10 books. Um, so it's, it is, I'll be releasing one every, every three months. So I'll four books this year, four books next year, and then two books the following year. So like I said, these are my, these are my passion projects. Man, that is so cool. And I, I definitely will be checking that out. I'm, I'm actually a big proponent also of journaling. Um, I've actually been doing it for like about seven years and I did a, a space a little bit. What was it? I think like last July or something on, on journaling, but I, yeah, I find that it, it helps me so much to sometimes just be able to kind of write out like how I'm feeling stuff I'm processing documenting you know things that I'm grateful for and um and and I also enjoy you know coloring and drawing and doing stuff like that also as a way to just kind of like decompress and you know just yeah like just kind of like bring down the the anxiety and the tension so I love I really like that idea of how you you took this like passion project to kind of blend art and and the journaling and mindfulness. So, man, that is so cool. I, I love it so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, like, like I said, I journal every day and then I go straight from journaling to drawing. So I was, thought it'd be kind of cool just to couple the two. Um, and it's got a section in there for like gratitude because I'm big, just like you mentioned, I'm big about gratitude journaling because sometimes I think we take for granted on how good we actually have it. And I think sometimes it's good to reflect on that and to write those things down. And the same thing can be said for just journaling as a whole. There's things that I will write in my journal that I wouldn't say to anybody. These are like my intimate, private thoughts. But sometimes writing them out and seeing them on paper, it helps me process them. And it also, sometimes I'll write things out and I'll realize 
damn, that's ridiculous. Why in the hell am I even thinking that? You know, sometimes seeing that, you know, just written down, it really helps you, you know, rationalize your thoughts, I guess. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with that. Uh, Jenny, you want to take the next question? Yeah, I, I have a question. I was curious about since you enjoy creating visual books, I was wondering if you were ever inspired by illustrated books. Um, any illustrated books could even be like uh, children's illustrated books. And if so, which ones? I love this question. Where the Wild Things Are. That was my favorite book. And even as an adult, that's like still my favorite book. That's what got me into the, the whole thing in the very beginning. So that's, that is my favorite illustrated book. And, and I'll go a step further. One of the reasons I'm such a, a book nerd, um, when I was a kid, you know, um, I'm, like I said, I'm 43, we didn't have access to the internet. So we would go to uh, bookstores and we would get, I would get art books, you know, just uh, books on like Fauvism or or Cubism or Picasso or whatever, and I would spend so much time just going through these books, and so that's why I, that's one of the reasons I think that I love to see my art in books is because that's what I remember as a child seeing and thinking, you know, maybe one day my art will be in a book, and now we we have that opportunity, you know, with uh, companies like Amazon to to release our own books, so I think it's I think it's really cool. So by the way, I'm going to plug this too. I've actually got an art book of um my artwork from two from i think it's two and a half three years of artwork uh it's called the art of jason chambers and it's available on amazon also thought i'd just plug that real quick definitely thank you i'll also be checking that out and by the way i purchased um the calming the noise book and have gifted it to several people who love it and have benefited from it you're too awesome i really appreciate that when you told me that you had bought those copies it just completely warmed my heart i i to me, that's just like one of the coolest things that you can do. So thank you. My pleasure. So Jason, from uh, exchanging a lot of uh, you know GMs and, and, and seeing kind of your, your daily posts, um, I know you, a lot of them you tend to, um, you know, show your picture of yourself with a mug, a coffee mug. And I'm a, I'm a huge coffee drinker. And I know my, my, my friend Chris B, who's here in the audience, also a big coffee drinker, as well as a few other people, because uh, I'm actually originally from, from Colombia. So I grew up drinking coffee since I was like a little kid, <laughs> pretty much. But um, I know from our exchanges that your favorite mug is the the Nightmare Before Christmas one that you shared a while back. But I was kind of curious about your mug collection. So like, how many mugs do you have? And how long have you been collecting them? Forever. I've actually got like two shelves in my kitchen that are like nothing but coffee mugs. And then we have a china cabinet that's got coffee mugs that I don't want the dishwasher to or, or drop them. They're like memorable. So I don't want to break them. So I, I collect mugs. And then I have um, mugs of, of my artwork, uh, my, like my merch, so to speak. Right. So I've got, I, I love coffee mugs. And anytime we go out of town, um, I go to the gift shop and I look for a coffee mug or if somebody else goes out of town and I don't get to go, I'm like, bring me back a coffee mug. So I've got a coffee mug. That's one of my favorites. That's from Kansas. I've, I've never been to Kansas, but I've got a coffee mug from there. That's awesome. I, I, we, I, I too have a big collection, but actually, yeah, my, my, uh, my in-laws too, they, they've been collecting mugs for like a really long time. So whenever we go visit them, there's this whole cabinet with just mugs from like all the places that they've been to different kind of artwork. So just seeing some of your posts got me you know, thinking a lot about that. I was, I was very curious. So it's, that's cool. You have all these different mugs and you make it a point to, to collect them. Yeah. The Tim, uh, the Tim Burton, the nightmare before Christmas one, that is, that's my favorite one. And that's because I'm like, like I said, I'm a nerd. Halloween is like my favorite. <laughs> it's my, it's my favorite like holiday, like of the year. I prefer Halloween over any other, <laughs> any other holiday. I get excited scary movies and candy i mean you know who doesn't like that so what's your favorite scary movie oh wow um i would say the movie that scared me the most was the exorcist uh but mm. when it was released in the theater uh that that movie scared the crap out of me but um <laughs> god i don't know that's that's a, that's a really hard question because i like so many of them <laughs> to be honest with you yeah i, I was really big into watching them like ever since I was a kid, Exorcism was one of those ones that was like a top one. Rosemary's Baby, uh, it oh, also yeah. scared the the living <laughs> the Jesus out of me too as a kid. Absolutely, and uh, and I will say the the re release the the new released it was even more so. I thought it was they did a really good really? job. Really, yeah, I like the the new released one also. Um, but yeah, I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I like all that. Mm. I like all that crap. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> 
Uh, Jenny, do you want to, I know you're, you got to drop in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, you want to ask any other questions, Jenny? Uh, no, I was just going to comment that I was um, also big into horror movies at one point and uh, Poltergeist scared oh, yeah. me death. That one. Yeah, I agree. That one was for me, too. I love that one. And of course, I like the cheesy Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare Before Elm Street, and I like all those cheesy cheesy 80s flicks. Classics. All right, so we got a few speakers on stage. I wanted to go to, to, to some of the speakers to ask some questions. I know, Natalie, you were on first. Did you have a question? Hi, Natalie. All right, you still there? All right, maybe we lost her. Um, okay, well, let's go to the next one. And uh, I saw Chris join second. Chris, you got a thanks for joining and coming up as a speaker. You got a question or comment for Jason? Well, hello. Um, nice to be here. Nice to hear you guys. Um, Giancarlo, I think we know us each other before. I mean, we talked before, I guess. Um, yeah, nice to meet you, Jason. Nice to meet you all. Um, I saw you art right now, you know. Uh, I don't know you, to be honest. Um, I just checked right now your OpenSea, like NFTs. Are you just only doing, like, uh, how should I say it? Um, uploading randomly, like, as you have time? It's not meaning offensive. I'm sorry, I'm not from the U.S. <laughs> oh, def that's definitely not, not offensive at all. Um, OpenSea, so that's my Genesis collection on OpenSea. Um, I've got 124 pieces in there and that was the very first like collection that i'd ever started um, i'm intending to close that collection out at 150 pieces um but with right now with in the time being with me dealing with uh 300 days of cubism on known origin uh my open sea collection has taken a bit of a back seat but uh, i do intend to finish off that collection but i know what you mean as far as if you look at the frequency of the drops they are they are random um but that's because my focus is on on a, another collection but i appreciate the question yeah thanks for coming up chris appreciate that uh i think i had next person in line was Alyssa. hey Alyssa, nice seeing you and it was nice uh, hearing your, your voice yesterday on your space as well thanks for joining us hello thank you for having me um i just really enjoyed listening to this space and jason i've been following you for a while and i just really have always loved your art but like it's been so cool to hear your story and i feel like i've been saying this in so many spaces i've joined recently with artists and i'm like wow i feel like i resonate with their story and i relate to them so much but like i really like it was kind of crazy listening to you speak because i felt like i was hearing like my own story in a sense with like your creative process and the way it's a lot of like your subconscious creating for you and you're not really thinking that's also how I create and the fact that you see a lot of like human aspects and eyes come out as you create and I'm also like fascinated with humans and that's and like I guess kind of abstract portraiture in a sense um and so that was really cool and also just hearing your struggles with mental health that's something that I really struggled with throughout my life and um like I've struggled with anxiety and I actually have had panic attacks in the past so like I don't know just so many aspects of your story I really relate to and it's really comforting in a way because I think before I really got into the NFT space I or just throughout my life I was always creating art to kind of like deal with this sense of loneliness or just like feeling like I couldn't connect with people in a certain way or express myself and so it's really cool like being able to hear artists like you share your story and it just makes me feel so much more connected to people in the community and so I just really love this space and I don't really have a question but I just wanted to say that. Hey, thank you so much, Alyssa. And I really appreciate you listening to me ramble. <laughs> but I am so glad that we were able to to connect and that we can we can relate on not just the art aspect of it, but also on the, the mental health aspect of it. So I'm so happy to uh to get to hear your voice finally and I look forward to seeing more of the artwork that you put out. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Alyssa. And um yeah, I mean I think I think that's what's one of the cool things about about these spaces. You know, on the one hand you have people like Chris who had never heard about Jason before and being able to like discover the art. On the other hand, you have artists that maybe have been following for a long time, but now you get an opportunity to learn more about the person, right? And and some of the other aspects of them. And, you know, I think it's, uh, and being able to relate, you know, to a story and things like that. So that's so cool. Thank you so much for, for coming up and, and sharing that. All right. And I think the next person I saw on a speaker was a uh, Freakland Mama. <laughs> How are you doing today? Hello. Hello. I'm great. Um, uh, hey, Jason, Jennifer, Junko. Carlo and everyone here. 
Um, I'm actually so happy, uh, Jason. Uh, <laughs> we've been uh, because we've been like connected through Instagram together. I think it's like two, three years. I'm following you, and we've been talking here and there through the comments, everything. And um, the first time I remember I saw your work, I, I was like shocked because. Um, I really relate what Alisa was saying because that was exactly what I was going to say. That's crazy because, you know, your process of creating, uh, when I saw this, I remember I told my husband because I was searching for, to find people that I can resonate with the way they create. And you were that one because I see like you start intuitively, like this intuitive process that you connect. Because to me, it's like exactly the same. I, I let myself free. It's like a way of um, communication, you know, to myself, to what's deep within me and also with the world around me. And it's like all this feeling that comes to the canvas or paper, you know, or it doesn't matter the medium, you know, it can be anything that you can connect with at the moment. But then I saw your work and the way you create it, I said, oh my God, like he creates uh, exactly the same way because after you draw those shapes, I go with the eyes and I see that you go with the eyes also. It's the, um, I love to so much talk about this with you, how you see it because to me it's like I create those shapes and then behind those I see the characters that needs the eyes to come out you know and then you work them in different angles and you see the stories you know you see those characters and you you create the story you go with it and you create more and more and more and they come out so I just wanted to tell you I'm so happy I'm so happy for you and um you're so inspiring um, because the way you work, the way you present your work, the way you, you know, connect with people, um, the way you always um, keep everyone posted, of course, about your process. I think it's really important. Something probably I'm learning, really learning it from people like you, you know, uh, because sometimes uh, it's really hard. Uh, to me, like social media and of, of course, like uh, putting myself out there is sometimes really, really hard. Sometimes it's I get overwhelmed. But seeing people, artists like you, you know, that <laughs> you put your most out there, even though I know you go through mental health, we all go, you know, life <laughs> can be crazy for all of us. So thank you for, for being such an inspiration. Um, and I love your work. I love your work. A really <laughs> awesome work. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> so nice to, to have a friend like you, Jason. And it's really an honor. Likewise. And, you know, we've been friends uh, through social media for a long time. And it's, it's great to finally to finally hear your voice. And I'm so happy to know that we that we do create in such a similar way and that we both gravitate towards eyes first. To me, to me, the reason I go, go towards eyes is the eyes are the window to the soul. Right. And so exactly. I, use that as like, I use that as that start, as that starting point. And then I build the rest of the figure around exactly. around the eyes um so wow. very very cool and i'm so happy to uh to talk to you it's so cool that we're able to connect like this uh through social media it, it really is it it is you know uh, you feel you're not alone because um it's like three years i really feel this energy that's going in the world that's connecting all of us i'm really feeling it it's how i get inspired to um to draw i think it's it comes from the universe it's not coming just from me it's something this energy and when i see people like you i really uh, my belief becomes a stronger that we are really getting this inspiration all these things from the same source because we are all one in the end um and you know to me like the figures that you create it's like one i i do somehow the same like you see one portrait one main maybe character but within it it's like many characters to me it means like we are all connected we are all one so you see it in one figure yeah in total, but there are many, they are entangled, they are all connected. Um, so that that's how I really connect. I really, really 
um, enjoy looking at your work. <laughs> so again, um, thank you. I'm looking forward to see more from you, talk with you more. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And I just want you to know that I just wrote down what you said, that we're all the same, that we're all connected. I love that. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Man, what's crazy here is, um, so first of all, Franklin, I got to say, I, I love your like energy and your vibe. I mean, you just, uh, you just bring so much like positivity and good energy. It's like wonderful to listen to you. But um, it's interesting, like that uh, you talk about having some of the like same process and all that. And some of the things you're talking about brought me back a lot to the conversation I had with Alyssa when I had her here as a, as a guest speaker, too, and about like the whole interconnectedness and, you know, the eyes. I mean, the, yeah, so many things. It's so, so interesting and kind of cool to see like similar inspiration, similar ideas from various artists that I that I like and appreciate because I, I also am a big fan of your art as well oh my god thank you so much it's <laughs> it's an honor and you said interconnected it's really crazy I had a physical exhibition called interconnected because the idea was that the whole collection was <laughs> so like the more you speak I'm saying wow but thank you so much Giancarlo oh, goodness I you. just I just got chills because Alyssa's uh, mm-hmm. collection is called Interconnected Planes. Oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that wow! I've been feeling so so many like connections like this recently. It's crazy. Like I I don't know. There's something crazy going on in the universe. But like I so agree with everything you were saying about how connected we all are, and I think that's like a major theme in my art and why I create and. I think also it's really cool. I think like when people ask me what ins- what inspires my art, I think a big part of it is just this energy that like we are all connected to and we're channeling. And so I think it's cool to like look at each of our different styles of art and how they're so similar, even if we maybe didn't see each other's art in the past. Like, I don't know. It's because we're influenced by the same energy in a sense. So it's really cool to see. Wow. That's so cool. So many cool connections. (laughs) Um, That's amazing. So I I know we have a couple other speakers that have joined. I want to go to to your guys' questions as well. All right, I'm going to go next to Reduce. How are you doing? Peace and infinite blessings. Hello, Giancarlo and Jennifer. Thank you for this lovely, amazing space. It's such a great idea. I really just want to do the same thing. I hope you don't mind. (laughs) I mean, more art, more deep dives and artists. I don't think you would mind. No. Fantastic. I do I also thank you guys so much for your support. Jason, you're amazing. I love the art, the colors, everything, but just the, and there's just, again, Giancarlo, Jennifer, that's why it's so important, I think, because there's just so much more depth and, uh, and understanding that I've gained from this 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 interview it, it's awesome um I, I should I really need to do this is great it's really really great so I do this with musical artists too so if I like a musical artist I'll go and watch a couple interviews right and then I feel like I get to know a little bit more about their story and so I think you've done a great job of covering so much of your your process your inspiration the mental health is huge for everyone really um it should be <laughs> um and I I have a journal and I actually find that it has not enough room. And the way that you describe the one that you have sounds almost about right. Um, and then what I end up doing when I'm journaling, um, the gratitude is super important. So I haven't made it a daily p- habit yet with the 30 days. So thank you for that. I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna work towards that. But I end up, and, and it's only like two pages. It's not enough because I end up doodling, right? So I end up taking up the whole page <laughs> with drawing. And so you you having that structure in one section, right? Give us some some gratitude. Here's a little prompt. And then the extra pages is like, then I can and I can write what I'm thinking and doodle a little bit and then write what I'm thinking. And so I like this idea. Um, coloring books too. I'm I've been working on a coloring book for like ten years, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, love it. I, so let me ask you because uh, I'd like to get a little bit more. Um, you're you're incredibly productive, incredibly driven, and you're doing an amazing job. I I don't know if you have a marketing team, but you're also doing a great job. Um, you know, all around. What, could you walk us through a day in the life of Jason Chambers? I would love to hear, you know, especially keeping so productive and, and it's an inspiration to me. So give me a day in the life. I'd love to hear it. And thank you again. Thank you so much. It's so good to finally talk to you. And I'm a huge fan of your work also. I really am. And 
Um, the day in the life of Jason is probably going to sound like super stressful. <laughs> um, so actually, I've made some adjustments to my daily schedule. Um, thanks to my good friend, uh, Jillian, who's down there in the audience, and Jenny. Uh, and I think Anna's down there in the audience also. She is, I see her. Um, they made some suggestions for me to change my daily routine a little bit to kind of help improve my mental health. Um, cause prior to this, I'll, I'll tell you what I do now and I'll tell you what I did before. So now I don't start my work day, um, until 9am that I don't get on Twitter or anything like that until 9am. Um, but unfortunately it goes till about 10 30, 11 o'clock. And last night it was like all night because of the howling puppy. Um, but prior to that, I was getting on my phone on Twitter first thing in the morning, checking emails, that kind of stuff. But anyways, just to get to my, my normal routine, cause I'm rambling. Um, so 9am. I clock in, you know, um, get in here. I will mint my NFT for the day because I drop every single day. I uh, check emails, check Twitter. I do my good morning, my good morning selfie. I got to do, I got to do a cheesy good morning selfie every single day. Um, and I do the selfies, just say this real quick. I do the selfies for one reason only, because I think sometimes people separate the art from the artist. And I want to show people that I am a, I'm a real person. And this is what I look like first thing in the morning <laughs> before I comb my beard. <laughs> so that's why that's why I do my selfies, that I am a real person and that I, I'm here. I'm not a bot or anything like that. Um, usually from 9 till about 12, it's my that's my admin time. That's when I update a collector list. That's when I update all my spreadsheets. Uh, that's when I, um, I journal in the mornings during that time also. Uh, what else do I do? I take a lunch break at 12, 12 to 1 every day. Um, and this goes on seven days a week. I don't, I don't usually take days off because I love what I do. I'm extremely passionate about what I do. Um, and then from uh, one o'clock until six thirty is nothing but art time. That's when I work on NFTs. That's when I work on paintings. That kind of stuff. Um, usually about six thirty is when we eat supper, and then I usually get back in here in the studio from about I don't know seven thirty till about eight thirty, and do just finish up any projects. And then I have a couple of hours I spend with my wife, which I normally, like most people, I'm in front of the TV watching something and I'm on Twitter <laughs> liking posts and commenting and all that fun stuff. And uh, then right before I go to bed, as I'm laying in bed, I'm saying goodnight to everybody. So when I say goodnight, I'm actually saying goodnight. That's, I'm, I'm literally laying in bed. Uh, and I do this, I do this every day. Um, but I love it. Uh, it today I'm actually going to take a mental health day after the space and my wife and I are going to go on a date tonight and I'm going to log out as much as I'm able to and just enjoy a little bit of, enjoy a little bit of life, I guess, because I do work. I do work a lot, but that's, that's, that's the day in, my, in the life of me and how I'm productive, but I'm extremely organized. I keep spreadsheets and to-do lists because I like to check things off on my lists. So that's, that's how I do it. And that's how I get, uh, as much accomplished as I do. It looks like I don't sleep, but I, I do sleep a few hours a night. If I may ask one more. <clears throat> um, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like, do you ever take vacation? Do you ever take a break? You're just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's an inspirational. And I, I'm a love, I'm a list, list maker and checker offer. And I will, I will make a list of things I'm about to do so that I can check them off and feel really great about the thing. Uh, so I want to ask you one final question. And it's something I've been, I've been meaning to do a bit of a series on. And I know it's been a conversation, I think, with uh, some other groups, but just, very basic and I'd, I'd love to hear maybe from jennifer and john carlo too but why art that is a great question and i, and I will say this real quick that how much i love lists and you talking about that you would you know write stuff to, write stuff down that you can check off i'll actually write stuff down that i've already done so i can check it off that's, a, that's how obsessed i am with that because it's such a great feeling at the end of the day to look at all the stuff that's checked off right uh why why art why is why is art my creative outlet um, I'm guessing that's your question. Um, so my, my dad was, uh, was an artist. Um, he, he was an editorial cartoonist for our local newspaper. Uh, my grandmother was a painter and my great grandfather, uh, were painters. So I was raised around art. So from a very, very young age, um, that was a, a huge influence in my life. Uh, I've all, I've always created, um, I won't say that I did it consistently until just a few years ago. But I've always I've always been a creative type um, and I'm a visual person. Um, I love to read and stuff, but I'm a visual I'm a visual learner, you know, um, and, I, and I guess that's what it boils down to. Um, I'm just a very, very visual person. And I think that's one of the ways that it's one of the ways that I like to convey my my emotions and stuff. And I, and I also do that through writing, too. Um, Jenny was was very sweet and pinned it up at the in the nest. Uh, one of my 
poems that I have finally released after years and years of writing and not sharing with the world, but I, I do enjoy writing also. So it's just a, for me, that's just a different, it's just a different way for me to express myself and to get my emotions out there, I guess, if that makes sense. I loved it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you guys for giving me the time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Rep Deuce, so much for coming up. I always enjoy, you know, talking with you, listening to you. Uh, you brought some great questions. And by the way, to, to the comment you were m- mentioned before, right, I think if you want to do spaces like this, man, go for it. I think we need more of them. I, you know, Jenny and I are not going to be able to get to all the artists, the amazing artists there are out there. You know, um, obviously, my, my time is pretty limited. We both work, you know, full-time jobs as well. So, yeah, I think the more people that, that can do this, the the better, right? Because I think it, it just, it just like, it's actually kind of touches on one thing that Jason mentioned, right? It's like bringing the artist and the art and like the, the, the person behind it together, right? And, and, and being able to like experience that and learn more about it and see it. So I think it's uh, it's a wonderful thing, and so thank you so much for for coming up. And funny enough, yeah, I'm I'm also very big on on lists and spreadsheets, like huge on wanting to like you know check things off and complete things. So I could totally relate uh, to that. And um and man, it just it's funny, like you know we were just talking about like how a lot of similarities and things between like what Alyssa was talking about and Freakland. Uh, I, I, I see a lot of a lot of parallels and similarities with, with who I am and things that I am. I'm, I'm very drawn to art as well. And I feel like it's almost like an intrinsic part of, of like who I am in both wanting to, you know, like appreciate it, create it. And um, similar to you, Jason, too, like I, I love to like write and express myself that way or draw or color, you know, so it's there's just so many beautiful ways to express art and also a very visual person as well. So man, that's, that's so cool. I, I can relate to a lot of what you said. Yeah, definitely. Same here. I'm, uh, I've actually been kind of made fun of from, from others because I'm a little bit on the too organized side, but I just feel like things flow <laughs> a little bit better that way. Um, and then I am also very visual. I appreciate art immensely. Um, I'm not so much of a creator per se, but I love being able to look at art. It takes me somewhere. I feel like it relaxes me. And then I love being able to collect art and then bring it into my home and arrange it and just feel like I'm enveloped by this beauty. So, um, yeah, I can relate to everything that everybody said. Um, and I do there was another person who had requested to speak the Vitruvia. Hello. You're Are you there, there, friend? It's me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Hello, my friend. Hello. Um, um, actually, uh, I'm so excited. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I hope you are well. Um, my English is not good. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, one minute. Uh, should I introduce myself, right? Oh, uh, usually we have people come up to um, if they want to ask a question or comment on anything. But um, if, you, know, you want to do a quick intro, that's fine as well, too. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Actually, um, I'm so excited. Um, 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 I don't want to waste your time. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah, you're not wasting my, our time. No worries. No worries. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, my name is John. Uh, I'm 24 years old. I'm a teacher and uh, and beginner, a beginner uh, NFT artist uh, for two months. And I met Jason yesterday, uh, and I liked uh, your style, Jason, and. Uh, I think it's amazing, uh, and uh, I can't select. I can't select any words right now suitable. Uh, um, I was going to say, if it helps, you know the uh, button on the bottom right. You can type a comment also, and we can share that with Jason. But thank you so okay. much for sharing uh, and introducing yourself. We appreciate. Thank you. I'm sorry about uh, my English. No, no, don't worry. Oh, don't not be at all. Yeah, thank you. Carlo and I you are bilinguals. So <laughs> you are yeah. amazing people. Thank you so much. Yeah. See yeah, you later. I love you so much, my uh-huh. friend. Hey, likewise, my friend. See you later. And let me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you as nice well. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. 
I will say this, uh, Vitruvian Man, uh, like I said, we connected yesterday. Um, I saw his artwork. He's a uh, He creates surrealistic art, and it is some of the best art that I've seen around. Um, and for him to only be in this space for two months, um, I expect uh, good things to, to happen for you, my friend, because you are super talented. And we connected because his name is Vitruvian Man, and I actually wear uh, the Vitruvian Man necklace. I wear it every single day. So we connected through that like right away. You know, Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian Man. Um, but yeah, his artwork is absolutely gorgeous. I see that it's pinned up in the nest. Yeah, I just put it up because I I just looked at him like, wow, this is incredible, man! It's, your art is amazing. It's got that Dolly esque vibe to it, but it's got his own style to it. It's just it's gorgeous. I'm like obsessed with his work. It's kind of like a surrealist Dolly meets like cubism. And yeah, it's so so cool and wow, beautiful. So I appreciate you, you you coming up on stage and, and talking, and uh, I guarantee your English is, is better than. Uh, I'm, what, I'm just curious, what uh, what language are you fluent in? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Turkey. Uh, thanks for your nice uh, comments. Uh, you made me really very happy, and um, actually, uh, I use um, Midjourney. I have a lots of oil paintings, but uh, I don't have quality camera. And I don't know how can I upload uh, my oil painting uh, to digital platform without quali- uh, without quality camera. Do you understand me? I understand. You need to get a high resolution okay. image of your of your artwork. Oh yes. Yes. Um, uh, mm. uh, n- never mind, my friend. If you would like, after, after the speech, <laughs> we can connect. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay, Victorian. Or if you want to put, if you want to write down your question in the comments, just do that, and then we can try okay. to read it back. Okay. 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 I get it. Thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. But okay. thank you so much for for coming up. I know it's really hard for someone to come up and speak, especially when English isn't their their okay. native language. So it okay. takes courage. But thank you, thank you so much for coming up. Thank as you. Well. Uh, my head uh, hurts from excitement. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, do you understand me? We understand you. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. okay. We'll talk soon, thank my you. friend. Okay. Okay. So, Rebdus, you got your hand up. Uh, really quick. I just wanted to say hello and also your artwork is amazing, Vitruvian. You can do it with the, because I'm a traditional artist um, and we have tools in front of us. Now I have a, I have a camera phone that has a really great, I mean, my phone has a great camera on it, but just keep trying um, with, with that, right. And, and manifesting that camera and, and extra devices, but use what you have and you are using what you have and you're doing it beautifully. So congratulations. Thank you for coming to the space. Your art is beautiful. And I don't mean to like, like uh, share my other space, but I have a space tomorrow morning. It's at 11 a.m. I'm co-hosting and it's really a showcase of a lot of different artists and there's another great artist from turkey named Oleg. and i put him in i put one of his artworks in the comment and i also put a link to the space i'm doing tomorrow at 11 a.m pst and we love to have you come and share your artwork share your experience and maybe Oleg will be there too um he's gotten more confidence in that space because it's so open and welcoming so please do join us tomorrow we'd love to have you Thank you for letting me share that. No problem. Thanks for Great. thanks for hosting the spaces, uh, Reduce. Oh, go ahead, Vitruvian. Uh, thank you so much. Um, you made me very happy, really very happy. And uh, I will join um, your uh, space. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, my friend. So I know we we'll have to probably start uh, winding down the space. Um, I do appreciate everybody that that came here, especially folks that came up to speak and ask questions or comment. And obviously, Jason, it's been wonderful having you here. Maybe one last question I was going to ask you was, um, you know, what do you love most about being a Web three artist? You saved that one for last, didn't you? To have me scratch, my, I did. To have me scratch my yeah. head. Yeah, I see what you did there. Okay, you're going to have me stump for the last question of the day. <laughs> I I think. Um, I think what I love the most about it, and I and I've, I've touched on this earlier, but it's it's the community. I think that's that's why I stay. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I stay, and, and that's what I like the most. It's it's the community um, and the, the connections that I've made, the genuine the genuine connections that I've made with people through this space. Um, so, hope, hope I didn't uh, 
then kind of abandon that question with some kind of, you know, <laughs> half, half well, answer. Sometimes it's just that simple. And um, yeah, it, it really is. That's why I'm here as well. And I'm so happy that we connected and happy that you came to this space. It was truly an honor. <laughs> thanks, Jenny. You just saved me. You saved me just then. So thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's been great having you, Jason. And, and I think your story is just so inspirational, right? I think it's like I was mentioning before, I think it, it it provides like, you know, inspiration for people to realize that, you know, you can, you can make it in this space, you can do what you love, you can pursue your passion. And, um, you know, w w through this technology and everything that, that, that it's enabling, right. And it's, it's so cool that you were able to go from that factory job and, you know, being just consumed with so much anxiety and stress, and then, you know, completely change your life and your mindset and, your perspective and view on the world. And now every day, you know, you're getting to, to do something that you love and inspire others and, you know, brighten their day with your, your beautiful artwork. So it's, uh, it's awesome. And, and, and I think, yeah, the community is amazing. I think this is one of the things that was like the biggest surprise for me. I always thought like, Oh, NFTs, like I saw it more as like a, a te the technology and other things, but it's been so cool as to really discover the community aspect of this and, and getting to make, like you said, those genuine connections with people, right. And, and actually like meeting the people behind the PFP and the images and, and, and learning more about them. So, man, it's been an absolute honor and pleasure having you here today. I, you know, congratulate you for all the success you've had well-deserved success. And, uh, and yeah, thank you for just coming here and sharing your story with us. Hey, thank you so much, Giancarlo and, and Jenny for the invitation. It's been an absolute blast. I can't believe it's almost two o'clock already. Time has just flown by. I know <laughs> you made this whole experience, uh, just like so wonderful. So it's, it felt very, very easy talking with y'all. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. All right. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, Jenny, for co-hosting. I know you probably stayed more than you had to over here, but I appreciate you being on. And uh, everyone have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. Take care. Mm -hmm.